Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Jason Snesky. Thanks for being on the show, Jason. Hey, Whitney. Thanks for having me. Jason owns JW Equity Partners, an organization specializing in commercial real estate sales, leasing, development, syndication, and private lending. In 2019, JW Equity Partners syndications raised over $15 million for projects in Florida and Texas. JW Equity Partners commercial sales and leasing services completed over $5.4 million in transactions. So Jason, thank you again for your time and being on the show and with us today. Tell the listeners a little more about who you are, maybe where you're located and what your focus is. No, thanks for having me again, Whitney. I, I love syndication real estate, networking with folks of your caliber. It's been an outstanding trip. So a little more about my background. I started in real estate about five years ago, fairly new to the game still compared to some of the vets out there. But really enjoyed myself in the process. I was working full-time as a business development coordinator at an egg electronics development company here in Fargo, North Dakota, and began building networks because I wanted to do more with my savings. So a lot of folks get into the stock market, for instance, and they, they you, you find out that you have very little control over your investment. That's what happened to me. I was working hard 50, 60 hours per week for my full-time job. And then I wanted to put those savings to work. And I've tried out the stock market. I learned that I just had no control. Uh, the bond prices in Greece would plummet my my portfolio all of a sudden out of the, out of the blue. So it got me interested in starting an organization of uh, like-minded people in the community to see what they were doing. So I started this investment club, which essentially has become kind of an investment fund for its members. And through that, I met some guys that were doing real estate. Since then, it's been kind of a journey. We started out like a lot of folks buying small rentals, uh, single family rentals, small multis. We started a property management company and just started to learn a lot about the business. In the last couple of years, I went out on my own and uh, got into the sales and leasing and involved with some syndication. So Jason, why move into syndication as opposed to staying with the small single family or multifamily? It's about the time commitment for me, Whitney. It was the whole reason I wanted to get into real estate in the first place was somebody told me about the passive returns. And I held on to that word passive and how great that sounded because ultimately we only have 24 hours every day. And the amount that you can earn in that 24 hours is infinite. But if you're trading your time for money, if you're always trading your time for income, there's only a finite amount that you're ever going to earn. The only so much freedom that you can earn to spend with your family and to see the world, to experience different things. So that was what it was really about for me was how do I disconnect my time from my income? I tried the property management. I found that dealing with the leasing, the bookkeeping, the tenants, wasn't my thing. I quickly burnt out because I was also working a, a nine to five at the time. And then I, I realized that you also have a limited capital 
so once I deployed my savings into my initial rental properties, I would have to sit on the sidelines until I built up enough income to invest again. Well, that's when I learned the concept of using other people's money. And it, it really felt good to me because not only did I want to learn about this business for my own savings, I wanted to share what I was learning with my family and my friends. And I thought, well, this is perfect. I can help them get into an investment, help them learn about real estate, and help them to create the same freedom that I want to create. So that's really what led me to syndication. Nice. Well, tell me about your syndication business now and your focus in that business and, and what you see happening over the next year to five years. Yeah, we work with different organizations across the country to try and help bring capital to deal with multifamily value add, like I was saying, where we can go in, get the asset at a discount. Multifamily value add is what we've been working with. That's where my experience is. We're also getting into some development. Uh, we're working on a project uh, for a 30-unit multifamily development that we hope to find some investors for. And it's been really rewarding. Just a great time educating people on the benefits of real estate, the different tax benefits, how, how appreciation works, how you can uh, leverage these assets. So I get questions every week from people and, and from a lot of listeners about getting started in this business or, or potentially through raising capital and partnering with another group and things like that, you know, or asking to partner with us. You know, I get that question often as well. And obviously we can't partner with everybody, you know, or it's, you know, it's a very select process, but, but, you know, tell me a little about how you advise somebody to get started in this business, working with that part of the business anyway, so working with investors. Yeah. And I couldn't have done it myself. I, I ran, I was out there talking to people and I found people that were willing to partner with me that had experience, had already made the first steps and they were, were looking for help. And I went to them and offered time, you know, something in value, time and a willingness to learn. And that's what really got me off the sidelines. So that's why I always advise folks that, I talk to that want to get started that haven't gotten off the sidelines yet. Find somebody that's doing it. They don't have to be, don't shoot for the stars and find the guy that owns the million dollar, the multi-billion dollar REIT in your region. You know, go to that small guy that owns a couple of rentals next to the college. You know, those kind of guys, they really want to help. And then you can continue to build relationships and find, find your niche, I think, in this industry. Mm. Did that team or that person, you know, that you were offering your time to, did they become like a mentor? Yeah, absolutely. And we, uh, we still talk a lot today and work together on deals. Yeah, absolutely. They're lifelong. lifelong friends. Nice. And then tell me about just the progression then, you know, you're, you know, we talk about often on the show and I, I tell people your time is something that's very valuable that even if you don't know the business very well yet, you know, you can offer your time or you probably have some kind of expertise that you can offer to another operator in an area that they need help in. You know, and a lot of times if you're in a younger generation, and I tell a lot of people this, like you're probably really good at social media and software and all these things that somebody that's been in this business, you know, let's say 10 to 20 years, they're really good at this business. They're really good at this business, have all the connections. However, I bet their website stinks. Right. You know, and they have no social media presence. Absolutely. You know? I'm, I'm working with some guys right now. Some, you know, I consider myself pretty tech savvy, 
but you know, I'm only 32 years old, but you look at some of the technologies that the early mid 20 year olds are playing with and it's different already. It's things have changed so fast and I, we can't all just keep, keep up with everything. So we're working on forming an organization where they're going to help me generate leads for my brokerage and sales business. So yeah, there's so many opportunities where you can add either time, their knowledge or money, kind of the triage. Those are the three resources that everybody has or needs. What are some ways that you're working to grow your business as far as working with investors? Doing a lot of generating awareness yet. A lot of folks in our network, they haven't been exposed to syndication yet. A lot of folks in our region, our network. So it's a lot of education right now. Some folks have done some real estate. A lot of our, our network has done real estate investing, but they don't understand the structure of some of the syndications that are being presented to them today. So it's a lot of education from that standpoint. You know, what are preferred, how a preferred return works and how the equity splits are going to change uh, depending on the performance of the property when they can mm. expect their payments. And, you know, just that kind of education Sometimes you have to go all the way down to the basics. What happens if the building burns down? You know, how does that get covered? Yes. Yeah, it's important. Uh, I was talking to this investor one time, and actually he has a very large single family portfolio. I mean, he's done very well, you know, single family and small multis. However, he wanted to start investing in syndications and he didn't understand. He didn't understand the syndication side of the business. You know, he understands real estate and understands the benefits very well, obviously, but he also wanted to teach his, I think his son was 12 years old. He wanted him to learn the syndication business as well. So he started calling operators and he started asking them, you know, myself and my 12 year olds on the line. And I want you to explain and answer these questions. He wants you to explain. that, So so he can, under, so my son can understand. And I got to thinking about that and I thought, well, can I do that? It helped me to think through that. Well, can I explain these things that people ask in a, in a manner that, you know, somebody that has no experience in real estate can understand and really very little financial background. Yeah, it's incredible. You'll come across all, all flavors, the folks that seem like they should know it all already, but have, have actually never been exposed to this model of investing, group investing. They've just kind of, they came into the wealth of some other means and they've been doing it all on their own. Now they would like to be a little more passive. That's a really great opportunity for syndicators. Is there anything that as you're exposing these investors to syndication for the first time that really stands out that like, okay, you know, I have to make sure that I understand how to explain this, you know, before I go talk to these investors, because I know they're going to ask. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm learning a lot about uh, that right now with this new development project we're working on because the cash returns aren't as exciting as a value add multifamily where a building has, is 30 40 years old and you're just going in and you're rehabbing the units. The returns can be tremendous if you can crank the rents up 100 bucks per unit, 200 unit property like that. But when you go and you build a new, brand new property, the operating expenses tend to look a lot different. And you start working with tax incentives from your municipalities and that has very big effect on the bottom line. So there's uh, all these different variables in new construction that I'm working out on learning and things that I know I'm going to have to address when I present the opportunity. Mm. You have to, I think, get a 
a good idea of the first two, one or two years of cash flow. You know, it, it, whether it is a multi-family value add or, or new development, people want to know when's that first paycheck coming. When am I expected to write the check? And am I liable for any future capital calls? So what's been the hardest part of this syndication journey for you, Jason? I think it's the building trust, credibility, being seen as someone that investors can turn to for knowledge. I think that's the biggest hurdle everybody has to get over is presenting yourself and the knowledge and your experience appropriately. Is there a way that's helped you, something you've done that's helped you to overcome that? Yeah. You know, I follow a lot of podcasts and like yours, Whitney, and some of the others out there. And I really like what you're doing and it helps me believe and know and trust in your knowledge. So that's the approach I've taken. I've I've started a blog. I've started doing a, a YouTube channel, social media, just letting people know that I'm in this space has been huge. So now when I'm out and about and I see people or I go to family gatherings, they ask me about these things. I have an opportunity to unravel that knowledge in more detail. So it's really about presenting yourself. And I'm, I'm a pretty shy guy. I'm pretty humble most of the time too. So it's, that's, that's been a big leap for me to get over. But what you find is people love that knowledge. They're looking for this knowledge and you do have, you have something valuable to share. So that's, that's what I would encourage people. Let people know what you know. How are you preparing or, or prepared for this potential downturn that everyone's talking about? You know, I'm right now being conservative. I've been in the business for the last five years and this impending downturn has been coming every year for those five years. <laughs> yeah, but I'm very, very cognizant of 2008, 2009, because that was when I entered the job market. And mm. I know the stress is on people. And I think there's a lot, a lot of young people out there that never weren't in the workforce and didn't see that. So they don't quite know how quickly things can change and how tough they can make, make things. So I'm just staying conservative working with people who are underwriting conservatively, you know, deal flow has, has slowed down for syndications because I think there's less, less opportunity out there now, but I think that's going to turn because people, owners are going to have to make decisions, you know, if they're going to make that big capital expense or they sell this asset, it's going to create opportunities. So the opportunities will be there, but I'm just sticking to the conservative. So what's a way you've recently improved your business that we could apply to ours? Great question. Let's see. I recently a lot more effort into our website and just working with other people to outsource some of our regular activities. A lot more marketing. So you're outsourcing a lot of your marketing and stuff. It's still hard for me to hear you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're working on outsourcing different marketing activities. A lot of that's came from me tracking my time and saying, looking back at that and saying how much time I am, am I spending on these lower value items and so that's where it kind of stems from is there a good way you track your time yeah i found an app called toggle t-o-g-g-l put it as an extension on your browser and quickly whatever you're doing okay so what would you say is the number one thing that's contributed to your success? Persistence. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll, everybody's going to encounter a lot of uh, downturns. A lot of things are going to go not go your way. 
but I always think of the analogy where the guy, and I think this is based on uh, a true life story was a family was digging a gold vein and they ran out and they tried for a little bit to pick it up again and they gave up. They sold the land and it's on the dollar. And the company came in and they found the gold vein within five feet of where the original owner had stopped. So it's just that last five feet that we need to go. And I think it's take another foot, go another foot. Every time I want to quit and try something new, persistence and sticking with it, dogged determination. So how do you like to give back? So I recently, uh, over the last year or so, gotten involved with organizations that are fast-tracking new treatments for anxiety, depression, PTSD, and addictions. I'm a big proponent of the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies, which is fast-tracking testing of new treatments, which have been showing just incredible results. So what I'm doing now, tomorrow, I'll be going out to the state conference for suicide prevention. It's just become such an epidemic. The opioid crisis, the PTSD in our veterans, it's, it's all coming to a head. And I feel like there's a lot more resources out there that people, people are aware of right now. So it's supporting these organizations. Wow. Well, thank you for giving back in that way, Jason. I appreciate you giving today and your time and, and to us and uh, tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you and learn more about you. Thank you, Whitney, for having me again and for everything you're doing with adoption. Super important. People can find me at my website, jwequitypartners.com. Awesome, Jason. That's a wrap. Thank you very much. Don't go yet. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I would love it if you would go to iTunes right now and leave a rating and written review. I want to hear your feedback. It makes a big difference in getting the podcast out there. You can also go to the Real Estate Syndication Show on Facebook so you can connect with me and we can also receive feedback and your questions there that you want me to answer on the show. Subscribe too so you can get the latest episodes. Lastly, I want to keep you updated. So head over to lifebridgecapital.com and sign up for the newsletter. If you're interested in partnering with me, sign up on the contact us page so you can talk to me directly. Have a blessed day and I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Show brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital, making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success.